Welcome to the Chris Hanna Show. We're the show where we're talking about how to live life on your terms, how to bet on yourself, and ultimately go all in. I am your host, Chris Hanna. What's up, everyone? I am back. It is season six of the Chris Hanna Show. I am excited to be here, but I also have to be honest right from the hop that I was debating whether or not to bring back my show. I've had this podcast now for five seasons, and obviously now I'm entering season six. And the reason that I was considering not coming back was that last season, I had decided to switch the format up. I decided to change things up in such a way that it really honestly made me consider whether I should do podcasting anymore because I kind of lost some of my energy while doing it last season. See, last season in season five, I decided I am going to start to bring on guests. And while I had some fantastic guests and some fantastic conversations, it was honestly draining for me. I enjoyed the conversations that I had with my guests, but I didn't see that it was as enjoyable or as fulfilling as I thought it was going to be. It was a lot of mental energy that went into having guests on the show. For example, like the challenge that I really struggled with was trying to coordinate so many different schedules with people where you would be primed, ready to go to record an episode and somebody would cancel last minute or they'd need to reschedule. Obviously, that's the joy, if you want to call it that, and that's sarcasm, if you can't tell, of of really trying to work with a lot of entrepreneurs and solopreneurs and business owners is that things pop up and I get it and I appreciate that. But the amount of times that I got rescheduled on to try and fit some of these recordings in was challenging. And as I'm trying to build my own businesses as well across a variety of different lanes, it was hard and it was frustrating. And so I think that was a challenge that made me, you know, maybe lose some of my energy throughout the podcast kind of cycle that I did. In addition to that, it was really interesting as I would go through and I would look at the analytics. What I found, and I was really shocked by this, but from a podcast listening perspective, I had better listens and visits to my website when I was actually doing solo shows versus having guests on. In fact, my lowest episodes are all from last season while I had guests on. And I really truly believed that with some of the guests either commenting or liking on the posts as we're trying to share them, that I would see a lift in listenership. And it was the exact opposite, which was quite strange to me. Because I had, had numerous conversations over the years I was doing the podcast where people were saying, Chris, you got to interview other people. I think that this will be really good for your show. This is going to help you take off. Uh, maybe you can borrow some other people's audiences. It's just being fully transparent here. And I thought, okay, yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to make season five going to be that thing. I'm going to start to pull people in and, and I think that's going to help. And for whatever reason, it just did not materialize. It was very odd. It was very strange, but it was something that really told me, like, if I got to look at the analytics and then when I consult with people, I talk about looking at the metrics in their business. It doesn't make sense for me to come back with honestly having guests on the show, unless it's one off kind of situations that might pop up and would make sense, but it wasn't there. It just was not something that I think that I, I wanted to continue to do. So I really wrestled with it and I struggled with the idea of going through another batch of, of 
really interviews with, with people and not feeling fulfilled and honestly hating what I was doing because I honestly love it. I love to create content. If, if you're following me on social media, you'll know that I create a lot of video content because I love video. I batch create video. I actually have a whole company and service offering around this now. But on the podcast side, I, I got into this because I really enjoyed it. I love to speak and share, give some insights. I had this vision when I first started the podcast to use it as a way to honestly get speaking gigs because that was my true passion that I really wanted to do in terms of the business world. I started this journey with that goal of wanting to get up on stage and speak and lead workshops and training sessions, uh, lead webinars. And the podcast space seemed like a good spot for me to really jump in and kind of refine my craft, my messaging and what I wanted to do. And I was having success and it was going well, but I was kind of juggling, you know, being obviously in the corporate world, trying to do this and not trying to draw attention to myself. And it just became this thing where I started doing it on the side, but then other opportunities came up and it was still there, but I wasn't kind of fully into it. But as I looked at this journey that I've been on and how much I've evolved over the years, I've really seen the importance of getting back and really dedicating some time to this podcast because it was something that I was really passionate about. But again, you get distracted as an entrepreneur and shiny objects pop in or you kind of take your eye off the prize, you lose focus or you try something and it just doesn't work and it makes you be discouraged. So I think anyone listening to this podcast who's ever kind of gone through trying something different and it doesn't work out and it makes you want to quit. Sometimes maybe the right thing is to do is to actually quit as opposed to, I would say, gritting your way through it. When you like there's grit versus quit, like you can decide to you know, stick it out and just grind your way through it or you can decide to quit. I decided to just switch back to what worked. Why go and do something that you don't want to do when you had something that did work? So it was remarkable. So I looked at the analytics over the the last, say, six, seven months or so. And the most popular episodes that got listened to during this time were all solo episodes. And that's why I've decided to bring back this season. It's going to be solo episodes. And using the word solo, it's going to be really focused on solopreneurs and business ideas and tips and tricks again. Not really focused exclusively on leadership. I'll be talking about a variety of different areas as I go through this season, but it's for those solopreneurs because if you don't know this already, and I didn't really pump it too hard uh, last year, but I had kind of rebranded myself as the all-in solopreneur. My goal was to make a series and a portfolio really of one-person businesses. I wanted to create a series of one-person businesses because look, over the last 20 years, I've worked for a lot of different companies and leaders And at times I've been kind of semi all in, uh, but then there's times where I haven't been there and I've just kind of grinded my way through, faked it till I made it. Where I found I was most happiest was when I was doing all these side hustles. In 2019, not 2018 actually, in November 2018, I started this journey and I started doing more of these podcasts. I started trying to do some speaking gigs. I started doing virtual coaching on the side when I was in the corporate world and I loved it. And so all the side hustle stuff, I absolutely loved. I was starting to pick up some steam with it. 2020 comes, of course, what happens? The world falls apart. I had all my speaking gigs get completely canceled in 2020, and I didn't know what to do. 
And I'm like, well, I better just keep my head down and try and focus on my job. And what happens? I lose my job. And I was actually relieved because I was not in a place where I was uh, happy, I think, or fulfilled in some ways. So I said, I'm going to go all in and I'm going to uh, hopefully turn these side businesses into real businesses. And I started doing some more virtual coaching, career coaching, leadership coaching uh, when I was kind of in this transitionary space. And I an opportunity came up and I said, well, you know, I'm going to apply for this one job, even though I don't want to work for somebody else. I'm going to apply. So I did. And somehow, some way, I got it. I became a VP of operations for a real estate education company. And I thought, well, I could probably really make this work. And I think I could be successful at it. And I'll still do my side stuff. But the owner of the business had said he wanted me to really focus on the company and asked if I could pause all of my side hustle stuff and that in time it will be worth it. So I did that. I paused all of my side hustle stuff, you know, podcasts kind of went to the back burner, all my side businesses, my coaching, everything stopped. I stopped promoting a lot of stuff online and kind of this sad journey where it's like, okay, I focused then just on the job. And so I focused on the job, I'm doing well, I get promoted to become CEO of the company. Now I'm leading a multi-million dollar company and I'm doing it, but I'm not loving it. And I'm not fully enjoying it. And I'm missing the opportunity to really, truly go all in. Now, those who know me know that I love poker. And and I have actually on my wedding ring inscribed the words all in. And my wife does as well. But I really wanted to feel like I could be all in. And in that real estate education company, it wasn't me. I'm not a real estate investor. Never was. Never planned to be. And I wasn't passionate about it. I was passionate about working with the people that I worked with, and I really enjoyed working with them, but it just wasn't for me. And so I went to a conference in Cleveland in July of 2022. I was around a lot of other business owners across a variety of different disciplines, and I just started getting inspired to be me and to bet on myself and to go all in with creating some sort of, you know, official more company in in a space where I think I could solve a problem. And that's how I developed my company hire for me because I had heard in one day from three different people, I wish someone could hire for me. So I came back and I created that business and I was still working for the real estate education company, but I'm like, I'm going to create this business on the side because in my mind, I saw it as an exit point that could help me really start to go all in. And if I like, if I formalize it, if I get the corp signed up and I get the bank account, everything going and I put it out there, it will be something that I can eventually leave to go do full time. So I created that business kind of on the side as a side hustle. The challenge with trying to build a business as a side hustle while you're CEO of another company is that it is tough and it is hard to give it the time that's needed. And so I was walking with my wife one day and she had said to me, Chris, I don't think you're happy doing what you're doing right now. But the stuff that you do, the side hustle stuff, whether it's some of the consulting that I was doing or, you know, focusing on trying to build the personal brand. She was like, that's the stuff you love. She's the other stuff. You're miserable. You're unhappy. You complain all the time. You're just, you're not there. You're not the person that you want to be. And she said, as much as it's going to be hard, as much as it's going to be difficult on us financially, and there's probably going to be some real dark periods, the best thing you might be able to do is to leave. And I thought, and I stuck with me for a while, because like, do I really? 
do this? Do I really kind of leave a job where I'm making really good money to bet on myself? And I, it took some time and I was back and forth for a couple of weeks on it. And then I realized that like the gambler in me wants to bet on myself and I need to risk it all. And I looked at my wedding ring and it set all in. And that's when I realized I want to become the all in solopreneur and I want to create multiple one person businesses and I'll go all in on the hire for me side and I'll go all in on consulting. And I had a dream to create a company and an offering around video batch creation because I've learned to really batch create content extremely well. And I want to do more of the leadership coaching. And then if there's freelance stuff that popped up and I want to get back to speaking. So in November of 2022, it was my last day with that real estate education company because I decided to resign. I just didn't want to do that. I walked away from what would have been a really good opportunity to continue. And yeah, there's challenges obviously leading a company, but I decided to bet on myself. Now, flash forward here. Now, halfway through 2023, I will admit this. It has not been as easy as I thought it was going to be. I was obviously a little bit naive in doing so. Obviously, it was a big decision. It was a family decision to try and bet on our myself and really go all in. But I did it. I'm happy I did it. I'm fulfilled. Are there challenges? Absolutely. There are times where it's been so frustrating. So there'll be times throughout our podcast episodes that will come where I will share honest stories of what it's been like, the journey, the challenges, the successes that have happened. But it has been one hell of a ride and one hell of a journey. I think about when I first kind of decided to leave the full-time world of, of working and really just work for myself and obviously the clients that I would support. I had thought and mapped out based on conversations that I had had that I would have a lot of business, hopefully, you know, fairly quickly. And so I kind of took a couple of weeks off, did vacation in Vegas, went to Mexico, uh, went on a cruise, like took a couple, you know, basically I'd say five to six weeks of just like rest, relax, good to go after leaving. And then kind of hit the ground running thing. Okay, I'm ready to go here for you know mid-January to kick things off and, and push it strong. What happened? Nothing. I would obviously interview people for the podcast. I was on podcast. I paid a service to book me on podcast. I ended up being on, I think, was it 12, 15 podcasts or so. I was pumping out content nonstop. I was trying to connect with people and nothing would happen. I had no leads. I had no one interested in my services. I had nothing but a plethora of salespeople breathing down my neck, trying to sell me their services, their coaching, their masterminds, their technology suite, whatever it is, all the bullshit stuff that you just get annoyed with. And I focused exclusively on LinkedIn and it didn't bring me anything. So January comes and goes, not a single dollar made. February comes and goes, not a single dollar made. Luckily, I was making some money gambling, um, playing poker because I was good at that initially. And I thought, okay, that's that's helping sustain it. But it's, I got to focus on the business. Can't rely on the gambling to get by. March comes and I'm still struggling. And then I have a conversation with someone who says that, you know, I'm really, really good at the consulting side. And why don't I just focus on that and put some some offer regarding that out there? And I struggled with pricing, I think, initially as well. But I put it out there. And 
I started then getting a couple clients who wanted to book time with me. These like, and they're people who knew me, which I think was always helpful, but they already knew me and they knew that relationship and that they trusted me. And I started doing my all in deep dives. And some of those deep dives turned into additional work and additional opportunities over time, but it was months to get any traction going. And it's, I wouldn't say it would be consistent traction, but there was times it was starting to clip along. And then May comes and I start to feel really overwhelmed because I am now long-term working on some bigger projects. I'm getting some business. I'm, I'm making videos for, for clients and content and doing some consulting. So I kind of announced to the world, hey, I am now finally feeling sold out. Put that on social media. And then I kind of took a break from social media. I didn't post for three weeks intentionally, even though I had all the content in the world and I could have just like set it, scheduled it, forget it, that kind of thing. But I took a three week break. And boy, oh boy, what a mistake that was. Now, there's benefits to taking a break from social media. I felt really, really good about it because I wasn't picking up my phone multiple times a day. I got a lot of shit done that I've been putting off for a long time around the house, um, trying to work on stuff with the business, making sure my clients are taken care of. I felt really good about not wasting my time with social media. But what that led to when I returned in June was a lack of leads, a lack of any progress. It's like the algorithm now hated me. And it's like, oh, Chris, you're not going to post anymore on LinkedIn. You're not going to post on Instagram, anything. We're not going to send your content to anybody. So it has been a struggle. So I've obviously ramped up if you are following me on all channels. And I'm pushing hard on social media, but it's come to my realization that I focused almost too exclusively on social media. And I think that's a big lesson for a lot of people when they get into this game is that you can't just focus on one channel. You have to do other things. And the other things that I'm now trying to get more in tune with is networking, connecting with people better, talking in person or virtually with folks, because relying on posting you know, on social media and then thinking that the content's so good that it's going to help you is a fallacy. It's it's honestly not the right way to go. Plus, I realized this recently, actually. Me focusing on pushing so much social media-wise over the, the first half of this year was to my detriment in the sense that it was not focused. It was not clear who I was, what I was focusing on, the businesses that I offered. And in some ways, it wasn't even geographically targeted. Instead of trying to focus on anybody who came across my content, it's so much better to focus on a local region or area with the services that I have because I am the service. I am the business. And by just spraying it everywhere, it made no sense. Now, it was tough for me obviously throughout the course of this year, but I still enjoy the process. And that's where I will share insights and tips and tricks and things that I've learned along the way, not just over the last year, but throughout my career and as part of coaching and stuff that I've done as well. It has been a journey, but being the all-in guy, the all-in solopreneur has been fun, rewarding. Yeah, I need to get some more money coming in. Absolutely. Like I think we all do because it's tough times out there. The world is challenging, but you got to learn to pivot. And that's what I did with this episode. And that's what I've done going forward now as I look at future podcast episodes. It did not work having guests on the show. People didn't sometimes show up. 
or they canceled or it just didn't resonate with the audience that I had. And the ones that did resonate, the episodes, I should say, that did resonate were ones that I led myself. And they tend to get better views, better listens, and people would share them as well. So look forward to more of these episodes as I kind of talk through what's going on and providing updates across the board. At the end of the day, you got to choose what you go all in on. And the poker player in me says as well, what hands do you throw away? When do you quit? Or as Kenny Rogers said, you got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them, and know when to walk away. I debated walking away from the podcast, but I decided not to because I want to get back into the format that did work for me. And that is this style of format. It is called the Chris Hanna show. So therefore you are getting Chris Hanna. It's going to be real. It's going to be vulnerable. It's going to be fast paced. Some episodes might be shorter. Some might be longer, but I don't want to have it so long that it's something that you can't listen to. It will be again, engaging I will also be throwing in some services that I have just so people kind of know again about what I do, because that's a question that I get. Hey, you're the all-in solopreneur. What does that mean? Well, I have multiple businesses. Like I said, I batch create video content for overwhelmed entrepreneurs. Overcome that overwhelm, ultimately what it's all about. I have Hire For Me, the company where I'm hiring for small business owners, those people who don't want to be the chief everyone officer anymore. They can drop the hats. I also offer my all-in deep dive consulting where I'm coming in typically for two days of virtual support to make sure that you're getting the help, the assistance, the guidance that you need, working on and in the business together to find quick wins to ultimately help you take your business to the next level. And sometimes that leads to content creation. Sometimes that leads to just process development. Sometimes it's coming up with a variety of different things on your technology side. I've implemented a lot of chat GPT stuff this year with people. And then I'm also doing, obviously, things like leadership coaching, career coaching. I've got solopreneurs who have reached out. I've got people going through job loss because there's been a shitload of that across the board where people are looking for help. They've seen that I've been able to reinvent myself and they're looking for that assistance as well. Again, if you don't know my story, I've been fired twice in my career before and I've come to rebuild myself every single time. And so people sometimes want to know about that journey and that experience and Kind of be part of the ride and pick up some tips and tricks on the personal branding side or how to go and get that career that you're looking for. And from time to time, I'm hoping that I'll be able to share some more on the poker side. It has been a challenge this year. If I just kind of go on a bit of a segue for a second here on the poker side. Initially, the beginning of the year, I was crushing it. I was feeling really good about my game. But because of the bankroll situation of inconsistencies of being a solopreneur, it has been tough to actually do it. And I don't have the time to sit in the tournaments where I could sit or all day or all into the night to, to do that. So it has been a challenge from that perspective. I almost feel like it's the universe telling me, hey, Chris, focus on the business side and don't rely just on the poker side right now. So I'm going to focus more on business than on poker, but I still love the game. And my long-term goal is maybe a few of my really close confidants know my goal is to go play in the World Series of Poker at some point, but obviously the bankroll needs to come. So I look forward to being able to do that and share more of that journey as that happens too. All right, so that's a good stopping point for this first episode of the Chris Hanna Show. Again, this is season six. All future episodes, you're getting me unfiltered, 
talking about what's going on in my world, the lessons, the triumphs, the tribulations of being, again, the all-in solopreneur and what this journey is truly all about. And some of the, again, tips and tricks and things that I've learned along the way. Until next time, whatever you decide to do, if it's the right thing for you and it's going to make you fulfilled, go all in. Thanks for listening to The Chris Hanna Show. It would mean the world to me if you could like, share, and subscribe to this wherever you listen to your podcasts. Feel free to share this on social media and tag myself. I'm on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. If you're looking for support in some of the businesses that I run, again, I am the all-in solopreneur. I'm betting on myself and I'm going all-in with creating one-person businesses that help entrepreneurs gain time back and stop being overwhelmed. I offer support in a variety of areas. Some of my businesses include a video batch creation process where I've mastered my process of how to create 143 videos in one day for myself. I now do this for clients, averaging potentially between 40 and 50 videos per session that we create in one single day. I also have a company called Hire For Me, where I literally hire four business owners who don't want to be the chief everyone officer, who want to drop the hats that they're carrying, and they want to ultimately grow and scale, and they don't want to hire, so I do it for them. As part of my offering, I also have consulting services called my All In Deep Dive, where I literally go all in together with you as the business owner. We find quick wins, long-term strategic opportunities, to take your business to the next level as part of my deep dive service. I also offer leadership coaching, career coaching, and content creation strategy coaching and development to help people really take it to the next level who want that one-on-one, in-person, or virtual support. If you want help in your business, visit chrishanna.ca today. 